First Peter chapter three. First Peter chapter three. First Peter chapter three. And I know we've got a few college kids in here with us tonight. Uh, I met this guy this week. We talked on the phone, and his, uh, it was uh, your girlfriend's father was in Maui and uh, met uh, some of our people from Kings on Maui, and we had a great talk the other day. And it's a small world, what, what God can do. And, uh, you know, uh, you know they're, they're, we are legitimate kings, by the way. You know, a lot of people, I have people say, well, kings, you're not affiliated. We're actually kings. Um, kings Maui is our main headquarters. So, but uh, welcome. And uh, Peyton, where'd you go? There you are. You're on the front row. You're over there. So, Peyton, welcome back. And uh, excited, to, excited to see what God's going to do with the college kids this year. I'm, I'm very excited, uh, excited about this semester. Amen. First Peter chapter 3, verse 13. It says, and who, you guys, if you, are you there? Amen. I told you where to go in First Peter 3, 13, verse 13. It says, And who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteous sake, you are blessed. And do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear, having a good conscience that when they deframe you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. For it is better, if it is the will of God, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Father, I thank you for this word tonight, and I pray, Father, even, even, as, uh, even, as, this, uh, even as this word unfolds, I, I pray, Father, you know, give us a heart to receive. Give us, give us vision, Father. Give us vision into the new year, Father. And I, I pray, Lord, give us ears to hear that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, Father, we thank you for that tonight in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. You know, I've, uh, I, I, you know, I know this past week, uh, Sunday night, um, I felt like the Lord you know, quickened me to, um, and I, I think this is going to really turn out to be a series because I've really meditated and I've studied a lot in First Peter and Second Peter and just been through it over the last three or four days. And, um, you know, I know one of the, the, the word that I shared Sunday night was to, was to live ready. And, uh, and, I, and I think it was a really on-time word. And, uh, but as I begin to prepare for uh, Wednesday night, you know, I usually start Monday, Sunday evening. I'll make notes and begin to begin to write things down as 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 I leave the as I finish preaching. A lot of times, I'll try to make notes, you know, about things that I want to continue in or or, or stay in. And I just felt like there was a, there was a theme maybe in my heart. And uh, I know we talked about live ready. If you if you've not listened to that, you can go back and listen to that. Uh, but tonight, I I, I want to talk about um, not uh, you, you know not just living ready, but living right. Living right. So to, the, tonight's message, the title of tonight's message is Living Right. We understand that we have to live ready, you know, for the time and hour which we live in as, as Christians. If you're not saved, you're not born again. Tonight you can become born again. But we understand that, um, that the hour in which we live is very important. It's very important to live a saved life. It's very important, uh, it's very important to be a Christian right now. And uh, I, I believe with the, um, with the things that we're seeing around the world and, um, you know, as... 
as even as uh, Bible prophecy has unfolded, and, and there's, there's been an elevation. I, you can, I don't know if anybody realizes, but if you were to even look back over one year and to see the progression of things that are happening, happening in the Middle East, it's, it's, just, it, it's just things are unfolding right before our eyes. So it's important to understand that, that we, have to, we have to live ready, but secondly, that we have to live right. And there's, there's a right place in which we can live as believers. And I believe Peter really is, is jumping into the text here. And I want to I get into this tonight and dissect some of that. So, and Pastor Miranda, if you would, could you just grab my phone and, and just put uh, 40, 45 minutes on that for me, if you would? Thank you. You know, I, I would say this because in our culture, we live... Um, you know, we live by, not purposely, but we, we are motivated or we live by, by how people see us or how people view us. You know, you, you think, well, that's not me. I, I'm, I'm my own person. But, you know, we live by how people view us. And oftentimes it's even within how people that are close to us view us. You guys, you guys trekking with me because, because it matters what my wife thinks about me. It matters, how, it matters what Brother Don thinks about me. I mean, it matters. Brian and I have been friends for a long time, but it matters. So, you know, God's always, God's always looking at something in, in man, and that's, that's for us to be, to be in right standing, but to, to, to have a, a truly defined character. And um, you may think, well, Pastor, you know, I, I, don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't live by what others think about me. You know, I'm my own person, but oftentimes, I, I, you know, I think there, there's something in seeing that we should care about what others think, right? We should care about what others think or feel about me. So I just say that these were the things, and, you know, and you, you, could, you could hear those things, and, you know, I would line up. And honestly, Brian was faster than me, and I, I would line up with Brian, and Brian would smoke me. He could actually, he was really, really fast, and I, I was never fast. I, I, I was fast at five yards and seven yards, but Brian could run 100 yards. I mean, as an example, he made, he made the cut in one of the, one of the uh, WBOY cuts. It was like the, the play of the week. I actually hit a guy. The ball came out, and he picked it, and he ran it. It was 93 yards or something like that. And so, uh, so I was the guy that hit the person. Brian was the guy that ran the ball back because I would have never made it. I mean, that's, that's the honest truth. So I was good at 5 and 10 yards. And uh, so I, I, I remember hearing these things. And I, I'm going somewhere tonight with this, but, but, but I, I remember hearing, you know, he's, he's not fast enough. He's, he's not strong enough. But I look for those opportunities you know, when the coach said, yeah, let's put him in. Let's put him in. And I know one of the things I told Kalai and I told Lavakua that when you get the opportunity to go into a game, you give it your all. You do your best. And um, the first game I actually got in in football, um, I, uh, I, I actually sacked a quarterback in the first play, and then I, I tackled the, the running back in the backfield the, the next two plays. And uh, so the coach was like, well, he's got a nose for the ball. That's what the coach would say. He's got a nose for the ball. And so I had this uh, ability to figure out where the ball was going to be. So I was actually became the defensive captain because I could read plays. I just, I don't know, it was an instinct thing. But, and that was something that, that, that motivated me. And I, I want to I just even come around this tonight because you, there, there, you've got to be motivated in life. And you may think that people's opinions don't matter, but they, they do matter. 
They, they, people's opinions about you, uh, people's opinions uh, uh, about whether you're a, a person of good character or bad character matters. And, uh, and I think Peter, and I'm going to shape this a little bit differently as I go through this tonight, but I, I want you to understand that as a Christian and as a believer, people are watching you. People are looking at you. People are, you know, whether, whether, whether or not, you know, if you're a Christian and you, and, 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 you know, do you do Christian things? You know, you know do, do you do Christian things? Do you behave like a Christian? And I think Peter and I think Paul and I, and I, and I love the book of Timothy. And so I want to get into this tonight because it's important to understand that you need to live right as a believer. You need to live right as a Christian. So I'm motivated to live right. That's what I, I, that's what I want you to catch tonight. I'm, I'm very motivated to do the right thing. Uh, many years ago, Brian and I, again, another story about Brian, but Brian and I got to work with a guy uh, around character education. And one of the things that he, uh, he, taught, he taught in his classroom and he taught in his talks was, you know, good characters doing the right thing even when no one's watching. And, you know, that's something that really stuck with me. Good characters doing the right thing even when no, nobody's watching. Well, I can take that a step further now because guess, guess who's watching? God's always watching. God, you know, you may think, well, you know, you know I, nobody knows what I've, what I've done. But see, God knows. So we have to be accountable uh, to be right in God's standing. Amen. We have to be accountable to God. That there has to be something on the inside of us that says, I can't do this because, because God is watching. It's so important. It's so important to live right. So important to live right. So let's, let's go through this scripture tonight. It says, you know, you know Peter, and I believe this, he makes an unwavering statement here. Um, and he goes on to say, he says, so what if, if you're suffering for my name's sake? So what if they try to harm you? You're, you're blessed. He, he's saying something to the church right in the very beginning part of this, this, this passage. You know, so, so what if, if people are, are, are going to attack you? So what, you know, you know because see, if, I, if I'm in good character and I'm in right standing with God, it does, you know, this is where it doesn't matter what people say. So I, I, your reputation is important, please understand. But how God views you and how you're seen in God's eyes is more important, okay? Because see, the world, the, the world will look in every angle. The world will look to give you a definition of what character is. But I'm going to tell you that there, there's such a thing as godly character. There's, there's such a, a place that you can walk in that you can, you can be in good standing with God. You can be in good standing with God. You are blessed. So what is it that you suffer for my name's sake? You know, I made the comment the other night. You know, nobody, shed, nobody here shed blood yet. You know, in, an, in, a, in the American culture, you know, please understand, and, and I'm, not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to belittle anything, because there are nations that, that people are actually persecuted. You guys, you guys know that, right? There, there are actually places where people are persecuted for the name of Jesus. Where people are actually shot. People are actually killed. You know, I shared with you guys two of our pastors from Vietnam were, were actually put in prison a week ago. Kings Vietnam was two of our pastors were put in prison. I do believe that they're, they're out, but our churches were actually bulldozed. They come in and they said, you know, we, we don't want Christian churches here. We're taking them out. So, so there, are actually, there actually are persecutions that are taking, got, 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 got taken out. You know, I, I, I pray she's in heaven. She ran off of a cliff. 
And many of us know it was uh, dear, dear to us. I mean, dear to us. Listen, you, 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 have to, you have to live right. You have to, you know, keep yourself in the game. Don't allow, don't allow the enemy to, to, to throw you off. Don't allow the enemy to, to pull you out over something simple. You know, most, most offenses in church uh, it could be resolved if people would just learn to do what the Bible says. <laughs> if you're at odds with somebody, just go talk to them. Just go talk to them. You know? I've told people... <laughs> You know, I've had people, I've had it happen just a few times where someone said, hey, can I talk to you? And found out they were, they were offended or hurt over something. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Like, I'm sorry. And, you know, you're, and you're able to explain the, the, the misunderstanding. It's like, well, I never meant it this way or that way or, 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 or whatever. People don't realize how, how simple sometimes things are. But see, the enemy, the enemy's just looking for a place where he can put his foot. Where he can create doubt, he can create hurt, he can create hatred. He 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 he'll 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 do that, and that's that's all he's looking for. He's looking for a place where he can just, uh, I'll trip him up here. But we're 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 called to we're called <laughs> we're called to come above that. Amen. Listen, I I believe God's going to use people in this house to rescue people this year. There, you know, and I believe many you're going to be <laughs> throwing the, the 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 life preserver out there to to grab a hold of this thing. Come on, people are hurt. They're broke. They they are. I'm I'm not, I'm not making it up. I'm not telling you what things you probably don't already know, but you you you've got to <laughs> listen. I I know I talked about living ready the other night. You you have to begin to build yourself up in faith. You as a believer have to begin to grab a hold of these things. You have, to, you have to begin to say, no, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. No, as for me and my house, we're staying healed. As for me and my house, we're moving forward. As for me and my house, we're prospering greater this year. Uh, you, you, you begin to make those declarations and you stand. And you stand. And I'm telling you, it's going to be, your alignments are so important. Your alignments are so important. Your declarations and, your, and your, dedi- your, your devotion before the Lord is so important right now. Your personal devotion. Yes, be in corporate prayer. Praise God. I'm th- 20, 25 people in prayer every morning. I mean, I, I love it. I, I mean, I, I love seeing so many people in prayer. But please, don't forgo individual time with the Lord. Don't forgo that time where you can stop and you can hear from God and allow, allow the Lord to speak, speak to you. You're going to get assignments from the Lord. It's going to be a year of great assignments. God's, <laughs> you know, every year you can stand in a pulpit and say, God's going to stretch you. Enlarge the place of my tents. Well, you know, every year should look that way. We should keep growing in faith in the things of God. We should never stay stagnant. We should never just say, well, it's good enough. No, it's not good enough. You know, you know Peter's life, everything shifted when the Holy Spirit come upon him. So, so you, you need the Holy Spirit. You, you need the Holy Spirit. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, say, Pastor, I, I need that. We'll pray you, for you to receive that. Because you need power. Amen. You, you need, you need, we need everything God, God would make available to us. I don't, I don't want to see any, any one person walking without. This wouldn't be a year that you would want to walk without things. Amen. I, I tell you, people need God right now. They truly need the Lord right now.
They need the Lord right now. You know, I was talking to a guy the other day in the restaurant and just was talking to him. I said, you know, you from around here? I, I, talk, I talk to everybody. I just saw him. <laughs> you know, he come in, he's got a tattoo, and he's all tatted up. And he, said, ah, he said, I used to, be, used to live here, and I just moved back. And, and uh, he has his shirt on. And he said, I took my medicine today, and it's got a big marijuana plant on it. And You know, it, you, you just love people. You just love them, people. And, and I just got to talking to him and just, you know, loving on him. And uh, he said, yeah, I used to live in Fairmont. Boy, it's changed a lot. The drugs are bad here and stuff. And I said, I said, you know what I love, man? I said, Whitehall, everything is happening. I said, look at what God's doing here. And he, he just, he's floored that I'm, I'm saying, look at the new buildings and the new businesses and everything that, that, that's happening out here. I, I just am amazed at everything that God's done here in the last four or five years. And we're standing, I think it was in a gas station at Dairy Queen or something. And he was just like, he was just kind of like dumbfounded by what I was saying. And then he was like, yeah, I guess it is changing out here a little bit. And I invited him to church. You know, I, I didn't say, well, I'm pastor so-and-so over... You know, Hey, you know, there's a church over on Country Club Road, King's Chapel. You should come check it out. <laughs> Listen, it's, there's such an open door right now to minister. I, I truly believe. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, do, you know. I was talking with my son Zane. Zane was saying even California, there's, there's such an open door just to minister the gospel to people. Such an open door. People, like I said, they're hurt. They're broke. People want to know. They're, they're <laughs> they're being drawn to God right now. So, ask the Lord, ask the Lord. You know who He would have, who who would who He would have you pray for, or go after. When uh, when the Lord convicts you over something, just do it. Live right. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I don't have anything else tonight. Let's go ahead and stand our feet.